You are listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, and is recorded at the Francis Roy office in Valparaiso, Florida. A lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. Come back weekly for new episodes. Never to exceed 30 minutes, this podcast is an easy addition to your playlist of favorites. Let's get started with this week's guest. Hello, thanks for listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke, and every week we bring you guys creative entrepreneurs that are just out in the world doing their own thing on their own path. Maybe they started um, corporate and decided to leave that and took a big jump. And we have such a, a great example of that today with Hope Brandt with Hopewell Health. Hey, Hope. Hi. <laughs> We're so excited to have you because here in our agency office, we talk a lot about nutrition and health. So we're curious about your business from the business, the creative side and the business entrepreneur side. We're also just curious about what you offer to your clients and to those that follow you. So I'm going to start with the basics, but I know we want to try it. We have some great (laughs) questions for you today. We want to try to get it all in, but please tell us about you and tell us a little bit about Hopewell Health. Yes, I would love to. And I love starting with the basics. I am Hope Brandt of Hopewell Health. Um, (laughs) I always kind of start my pitch with that. Uh, My friend helped me come up with the name Hopewell because I wanted to incorporate my name in some way. But I started this business about, oh geez, I guess four years now, but I wasn't actually doing the services that I am now. It was more of, you know, just kind of starting a brand, started to really get to know my creative side, what I liked, what I wanted this business to grow into. Um, And once I had my qualifications kind of under my belt, I was a legitimate registered dietitian. Um, I began taking clients and it's grown from that point. So the bread and butter of my business is one-on-one nutrition coaching. And I strive to help women reduce stress and confusion in their nutrition so they can feel confident in making choices that they know are aligned with their personal goals. The wellness landscape is just completely scattered with very inaccurate or, you know, kind of even fear-mongering information that makes it seem like if you're not going to extremes, then there's no possible way that you could be doing the right thing. And I just want to show up to provide the (laughs) complete opposite (laughs) perspective of that and show that, you know, sustainable changes that are actually achievable for you in everyday life are not only going to make the journey more enjoyable, but it's actually going to produce the results that you're hoping these extreme things will, because you can never be consistent with the extremes. You have to do things in a sustainable way to produce that consistency that will produce progress in the long run. Excellent. Well, and it sounds like you have really found your niche in the health and wellness industry. And it, I will say just as a consumer of a lot of information that it is just inundated um, like you were saying, there's mass saturation. How did you find your niche in the nutrition space? How did you even come across that? Yeah, so I've had kind of a personal <laughs> evolution on this journey as well, which I think is kind of typical for 
any entrepreneur um, or really any person who's just, you know, focused on continuing to like just be better every day. And it really started, let's see. I, I let's go back to the beginning. Let's go Love it. to let's the business. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my husband and I we moved to our tiny town in Oklahoma. It's called Tahlequah. And we were very isolated from our families. We didn't know anybody. We knew one other person here and it was one of my husband's friends. And so I personally was also very isolated, didn't have the community or, you know, any activity really that was taking up any of my time. And I chose to dive into learning about cooking and health and wellness. And that was really, I mean, it gave me a purpose outside of going to my nine to five grinder job, you know, and once I discovered how the food I ate was connected to how my body felt on a daily basis, not just like looking at the scale or looking at weight loss or anything like that, but how you physically feel my energy levels, like just the way you feel in your body, your ability to function well after a meal, not feeling like you need to go lay down after you eat lunch, things like that. It blew my mind. And it was like, how have I never known Like I've never even thought about what I was eating influences my body in this way. And so it was just, there was no going back after that point. And I just thought I have to be able to bring this information to people because if I can help someone who was feeling stuck in the way that I was, then that would be worth it. Just helping one person realize that, Hey, if you just make slightly different choices, then you can feel this much better. And then you can take that and use that energy to go on and, you know, live your dreams and do the things that actually matter and stop worrying about, you know, these minor details of your, like what's going on your plate every meal. Once you get those down pat, then that frees up so much brain space to go out and do the things that you are uniquely called to do in, in this life. And I believe that to the fullest extent, but (laughs) there were definitely some things that needed adjusting personally, um, from the beginning of that journey to where I am now. So in the beginning, I was very focused on some principles that I still think are very important in nutrition, but don't trump other things. Um, I was very, very focused on like food quality and making sure my food was quote, you know, clean and things that I think big picture kind of put the focus in the right place, right? Like it, it (laughs) built good foundational habits for me where I was, I was getting the majority of my intake from fruits and vegetables and meats. And, you know, products that are nutrient dense and have benefits for humans, but it got to the point where I was more concerned about, you know, a minor ingredient on a label than I was being able to create sustainability in my nutrition or being able to actually enjoy (laughs) the food that I was eating. I missed things like bread and sweet and, you know, the foods that, you know, you grow up eating that then once you start trying to get quote 
healthy, everyone tells you are not good for you anymore. And it's like, well, how can I include those things and still be healthy? So that was kind of the next part of this journey where it was really looking at that element of enjoyment and satisfaction that will actually increase the sustainability of your nutrition. Because if you're not enjoying something, you're not going to do it for very long. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, and there are a couple of things that you're saying there that are, they make me want to go off topic just a little bit because oh, yeah, I think let's it's go. very, it's, they're very, it's very intriguing. Like, you know, those of us who own businesses like yourself, you know, like for me, there was a turning point where I realized I wasn't managing my time. I really needed to be managing my energy. Right. So mm-hmm. that was it. It was like a light bulb that went off. So not so much. I have the same amount of time as everyone has but how do I have this healthy, sustainable energy throughout the day? And there are so many of our listeners that are like you and I who own businesses or they're in very high functioning uh, agency jobs or whatever. And it's that time mm-hmm. suck. And so what is a big, cause I, I want to ask you like, what's your big business challenge, but I'm going to come back to that. But okay. what, what's some of the advice that you can give us just to manage our energy a little bit better from a nutritional standpoint, obviously contacting you. Yes. But if you could share one, one tip, what would it be? Yes. Really don't lose the forest for the trees. It's Mm -hmm. always going to be the big picture items that are going to influence the outcomes that we're looking for the most. So by that, I mean, it doesn't really things that get really, really pushed in the media, like meal timing or um, like food exact combinations and looking at specific ingredients. Those things are not (laughs) going to move the needle if we're looking for improved health markers or even if we're looking for improved body composition or aesthetic goals. What is really going to give you those, those ultimate results is the foundational habits, what you do most of the time. And so if we're looking, I have three elements that are my big picture things. When we're Love it. And that's balance, nourishment, and satisfaction. And those are all separate principles, but that need to have kind of that like Venn diagram overlap in your nutrition. Yep. So when I say balance, I just mean we're getting a mix of all three macronutrients during the day. Mm. Um, we're looking for protein, carbohydrates, and fat. All three of those things are very important. I know people like to uh, kind of cut the carbs out these days. And let me hope, not me. Yeah. Yay. I'm a a rice girl. I love rice. So (laughs) I love that. I am a potato girl. Um, (laughs) I'm Irish in heritage. So I just feel like it's in my blood, you know, Um, but I also love bread. Um, But yeah, carbohydrates get a bad rap, but they're very important. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not just like soda and sugar. Carbohydrates bring us fiber. They bring us so many vitamins and minerals. They're in fruits and vegetables and foods that are inherently healthy for us. So we need that balance throughout the day. We need a mix of all three macronutrients from the morning to the night. Secondly, nourishment. So that's going to be where we're looking for nutrient density. That's going to be our fruits and vegetables and whole grains, beans, legumes. Those are always going to be the heavy hitters in that category because we're looking at the nutrients that it's bringing per calorie. And these things are so 
low calorie, especially fruits and vegetables that have a higher water content as well, that you get such big bang for your buck if you're looking for health outcomes by including mm-hmm. more fruits and vegetables. And then lastly, we have that satisfaction factor that is crucial for creating sustainability in your nutrition. So it's kind of walking that line of including enough foods that you truly enjoy that it, it makes your nutrition sustainable, but not going overboard to the point of overindulgence where it's creating negative or unwanted health outcomes. So it's a, it's, it's an interesting balance to reach, but once you do get there, just like you were saying, it is like you, your mind is freed to then focus on other things rather than having so much brain space taken up by wondering about, can I eat sucralose or is it bad that like, there's this, you know, filler in my almond milk or like whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter (laughs) unless you're allergic to that. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) Yes. But it's all about those big picture foundational habits and how, um, how often you're doing those things. That's excellent advice. So we're going to get back to your business. Thank you for uh, like taking a little chicken trail with me there. Sure. <laughs> um, I, I think that's so great. But just thinking about Hopewell Health, your development of that, really launching it and kicking on the ground. You talk a little bit about evolution, but what has been a game changer in really advancing this business for you? It has been, and this is going to be, I don't know, it's a mixed bag, but the thing that has been a real game changer and I've truly started to experience it literally this year is just not expecting anyone else to do the work for you and oh, just yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's it can feel isolating it can feel lonely and it can feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders sometimes but Once I got out of this mindset and it's, we are living in such a strange time with social media and, you know, watching things go viral on a daily basis. And it's like, you know, I really am having to guard my thoughts against Mm -hmm. thinking like, if I could just, you know, get my break, if so-and-so would just share my page and then, you know, I'd get thousands of followers overnight or whatever it is. It's like, no, I can never hang my hat on that. And I can't be expecting that. It's very, I don't know, kind of entitled, you know? So it's like, no, I just, I have to do my own work and keep grinding Mm -hmm. and expect that I'm going to get where I want to be on my own merit. And then- continue to actually assess the action that I'm taking on a daily basis to get there. Wow. Because that, I mean, I totally yeah. feel that. I think that that makes sense. I almost feel like your three points of balance, nourishment and satisfaction can be applied to social media. I'm serious. <laughs> like, are you balancing the amount of time? Are, are you consuming things that really that you enjoy and that are really providing you with information that you can implement? I mean, it's so easy to consume and to be a little bit um, addicted by it. And so really on the flip side, like creating content, you're just kind of waiting. It's like, it Mm -hmm. sounds like you found a good balance there as well. And just 
you know, protecting your space a little bit, which is difficult to do. Yes. Well, Mm -hmm. and it is difficult and it's really, again, it's interesting to just kind of see the environment and especially in the health and wellness and fitness Mm -hmm. sphere, it can be extremely frustrating to see the things that gain traction and know that it is, I mean, the majority of things that I see, I am 100% opposed to. And so it's like, are people, do people want to hear what I have to say? Are people interested in an actual sustainable approach, you know, but I just have to remember that my people are out there. And as long as I stay true to my message and authentic to the way that I bring that information to the world, then my people will find me. Yes, they will. I totally, I totally agree with that. Well, I have one last question for you. What advice would you give to someone who is changing career paths? Because you have a background in communications, which has obviously served you well. You're very articulate. You can, you know, create content and pitch your business and all of those things. But, you know, someone is listening. They want to either leave their corporate role or they want to do something a little different. What do you say to them? The best piece of advice that I read that it was like a light bulb moment. And I don't know who coined the phrase or who the author is, or I would give them credit, but it was the phrase that the time is going to pass regardless of what you're doing. So you can wake up a year from now and be closer to your goals, or you can wake up and be in the same place. And when you're talking about, you know, kind of being a non-traditional student, especially like I was going back to, (laughs) to get a second degree. um, And I was a little older. um, It was intimidating to think, you know, kind of extrapolate that timeline and be like, oh gosh, well, I'm going to be 30 by the time that I'm even starting my business. And then just going back to that thought that, you know what, the time, the time is going to pass regardless. So I can either put my head down and work, or I can be wishing that I'm where I am now a year from now. So just weigh those options and know that if it's something that you are truly called to do, then you can make a way for it. That's fantastic advice. And I really have enjoyed uh, learning from you today. And I feel like there's more and there. You have a beautiful website and lots of information. Obviously, we can follow you on social as well. And yes. so we're going to tag everything so that people can follow you. And I, I feel like your, your last quote also applies to someone who's listening and is wondering if they can take a wellness journey or not. And so really, this is maybe an invitation for them to do that. And if you really spoke to them to do that with you. So your website is beautiful. It's hopewellhealth.online, which I love. And thank you so much for your time and for sharing with our audience. I think there are so many great takeaways. Thank you, Chantel. It was a joy being here. Thank you guys so much for having me. You're welcome. And if you're listening, because I know you are, because it's a very interesting topic, we'll be back next Monday with another guest. We've got some really cool things happening this year in the year of the team, but we will link. If you have any questions for Hope, you can submit them through her website, or you can also send them to us. Hello at francisroy.com. Thanks, guys.